Welcome to Side Conversations of Marketing, Management, and Money. Yes, our podcast is all things small business, but in these side conversations, we deviate a little bit and we might go into politics, religion, social, economics, or health, whatever we feel like talking about. So if you're interested in learning a little bit of our take on other issues, welcome to Side Conversations. Okay, give me a mic check on that. Testing my mic check, and I don't see... Yep, you are good. Okay. I'm good. All right, we're good. So I wanted to tell you, because I know you're taking a trip in a um, different country, and so all of a sudden you, you have a language barrier that comes. Well, I, I wish I would have read this book before I <laughs> <laughs> went on my trip. Pick, 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 pick up lines in uh, foreign languages. <laughs> Is that, is that, is that what? <laughs> yeah. How to, how not to insult the, the, um, what, what would you call it? The, the people, uh, the, the indigenous natives? people. Well, one of the countries I'm going to is France and they're already insulted before I even get there. So <laughs> I don't know that it matters. Yeah. Good point. <clears throat> but Germany, maybe not so much. Uh, that, that, that's true. So the, the title of the book was, uh, Talking to strangers, um, uh, something about uh, how to talk to people that you don't know. Okay. And uh, I don't remember the author. Malcolm something was the author's name. If you want to go look it up, I can probably give you a reference later. I'll look it up. Yeah, something better than Malcolm something would help. Mal- Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll put it in and maybe we can put it in the footnotes somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was fascinating and I'm, and I'm only partway through it, so I haven't finished all of it, but it's been super interesting so far that so often that uh, we don't realize that when we're talking to someone new, uh, how, how because of how we're raised and other things, that simple phrases that we say come across totally different to them. And it's interpreted completely different, let alone when you have a language barrier. So... Uh, a very simple example that you see all the time on TV is that uh, after a date, they're at the door to let in, and one of them says, hey, do you want to come up for coffee? Well, one of them interprets that as sex. The other one interprets it as a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay? So they both go up, and then it goes totally wrong because the definition of how they actually said it was wrong because they didn't understand each other as a stranger. They hadn't had enough interaction with each other to do it. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's made me really think more about conversations I have with people that I don't know uh, and to not interpret anything uh, until we better understand really what the communication was intended to be. <laughs> so, and this is terrible, uh, as you're talking, I'm picturing all of the miscommunication with my wife. <laughs> and I'm like, how in the world... Can, can, can I get this to, to just make sense where, you know, I like I I try and talk to her and I try and tell her stuff. And she's like, you said this. I'm like, I didn't say that. And she's, you know, and then I do the same thing to her. Uh, so, you know, may, maybe that book would help. <laughs> maybe it's actually a relationship book. We didn't know. But I, so I'll give you more updates as I get through it and some principles that they teach about it. But just even from the beginning, that that initial thought that even though we think we know someone or we're trying to really do our best to communicate, 
that when we're dealing with complete strangers uh, with different backgrounds, different cultures, different hobbies, different trends, different demeanors, uh, you know, et cetera, that it's so easy to misinterpret what was being said and then all of a sudden we're in a fight and we don't even know how we got there. Sure, yeah. Or, or uh, to me, a fight is actually better than going cold because in a fight you have a chance to still communicate. But if yeah. you get dropped cold, uh, I've got one that, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, uh, this European visit for business and I reached out to this guy and I don't know what I said wrong, but he's not responding anymore. And I know that I said something that he didn't appreciate. And he won't let me know what he didn't appreciate. <laughs> and so it, it just went cold. Should have read that book. I should have read that book. Maybe <laughs> I'll read that book and then send a new email. Hey, by the way, you know. Um, but you're getting me thinking. And we're, we're, we're kind of on a, I mean, this is, this is just a casual conversation anyway. Um, give me Give me some top books that, that you have read, and 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 it can be it can be anything. And and while you're thinking about that, I'm going to give you some time to think about it because I I was thinking a little bit. So, uh, my my brother recommended this book to me, The Tao of Pooh. <laughs> so like you got to explain this one. Taoism, you know, you're you're familiar with Taoism. It's kind of like a religion. It's it's definitely a philosophy. Uh, so it's the philosophy of Taoism that is explained through the characters of Winnie the Pooh. And so he's been after me to read this book forever. And the first time that he was explaining it, I'm like, I'm not reading this book. I'm sorry, but Taoism and Winnie the Pooh, two things that I'm really not interested in. And he just kept hounding and hounding and hounding. Um, so I, I finally picked it up on Audible. I just listened to it. And... Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going through it mm. the second time now, <laughs> listening to it for a second time. Uh, the reason I'm enjoying it so much is because the philosophies are so different than how I naturally think that, you know, I, I like something that pulls me out of my thought process. I, I have a bad tendency to think that my way is the right way or my way is the only way and ignore other other thought processes, processes, sure, yeah, roll you know, with it. Roll with it, yeah. You know, different thoughts, uh, and so it definitely has been pulling me into a different thought pattern. Uh, you know, and th th I'll, I'll share one more thing, and then then I'll let you talk about books that you like. It's super interesting with YouTube. Um, YouTube has these algorithms. And you'll start to notice what you're interested in by what is automatically coming up on YouTube. I personally don't like this because it keeps you locked in your box. It makes it very hard for you to branch out. And, and you should try it. If, if there's something that you've searched a lot for that, uh, you know, so for me, I did a lot of research. Uh, I own a Doberman, and she's a beautiful dog, a uh, wonderful dog, great family dog. Dobermans get a bad rap for you know being mean and aggressive. She's the sweetest thing ever. And, and I did a lot of research to find out that a Doberman was a good breed for me and my family. Well, now, if I ever go to, to YouTube, I will only get 
videos that talk about how amazing Dobermans are. And if I ever wanted to try a different breed, it would be difficult for me to break out of the, you know, the chains of YouTube that are like, no, you are a Doberman owner now. And, and I'm using this example because it's a little bit casual, but you know, I think about politics. I see so many people that are like, I saw this. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's because that's your feed. That's (laughs) you're set up to see all that. That's what, have you noticed that everything in the news is talking about this? Yeah. Cause that's what you care about. About. That's why it's all talking about. It. Anyway, tangent aside, books you like. Well, you know that I generally read, have two books going, one that's usually for professional development and one for personal development. So, uh, you know, Talking to Strangers is the one I'm working, reading right through now is for my professional development. And The book's called Talking to Strangers? Talking, yeah, to Strangers, I believe. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, How to Talk to People You Don't Know and Malcolm something. That's not his real last name, but it's maybe, I'll, I'm going to look it up. I should, next time you, I'm going to let you talk for a minute and then I'm going to look it up because well, I have the technology to do that. We'll, we'll, we'll just put it in the description. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is going downhill so fast. <laughs> it's a good thing. This is just a casual conversation. We can talk about whatever we want. You can even shift the subject right now. So the, the other one, it's not a book. It's an article that is in, for those of you that, that for some people are going to go, oh, I don't want to hear this. But so it's an article that was, uh, it's entitled Life Lessons from the Book of Job. Oh. Um, and, and I, you know, most people who know me personally know that I'm fascinated by uh, world theology in general. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's not uncommon for me to be reading something about the religion of the world. And anyway, so Life Lessons from Job, but uh, it's been real fascinating because they've approached it because there's a lot of speculation about whether the book of Job was an actual scripture or whether it is uh, more like a Shakespeare book that was injected into the Bible. Okay. okay. So I did not know that. Oh, now you know. So, yeah, there's a lot of conjecture about it <clears throat> just because it's, it's, more, it's more written theor- theor- theoretically than it is more scripturally in many, many ways. And so uh, a lot of people have said, you know, it's just, it's a made-up story that was injected into the Bible. However, uh, when you set all the conjecture aside, the life lessons are actually pretty poignant um, in it. And there's one that, as I've been reading this article, that kind of stuck out is that um, one of the one of the dominant messages in the Book of Job, whether people like it or not, is that uh, too often we think that uh, when something bad happens in someone's life, well, they deserved it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and you can't, you can't talk about the book of Job without having some Christian entity religion tied to it. So for those of you that are agnostic or atheist, sorry, however, it's still a good life lesson. So I asked to, you know, don't, don't just shut us off right now. But, mm-hmm. um, but it was real interesting that uh, from there it said, you know, there's, there's two titles when you look at Christianity, you have the devil on one side and Christ and God on the other. And, and one of the titles of of the devil, uh, which is Diablo, which is in Spanish means accuser. Mm, okay, okay, so accuser. Um, and yet, on the other side, you have Christianity and Christ, and one of his titles is comforter. Well, it's interesting that the Book of Job, that a lot of the book says, you know, in the in the case the the three friends of Job that now start accusing him when things start going hopefully wrong, they start accusing him that what did you do to offend God and and now you're paying for the evil in your life. Well, it's interesting that they're all accusatory. 
Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Versus comforting and supporting and trying to help him in his misery so that it's less painful. So that was one of the books, Life's Lessons, that came in there, is that when we see people in bad situations, we should not be accusatory and saying, well, you deserved it, uh, even if you do hate them. Um, but it should be more so, all right, what can I do to help relieve uh, the afflictions of this individual? So that was, in that article, that's one of the, I guess, life lessons I've learned is that to be look at people a lot differently than I normally so I learned something really important from the book of Job. Um, it was out of my ignorance. Uh, so there was this time where I met this lady, and honestly, she was struggling. Her life was kind of a disaster. Uh, she had drug problems. Uh, she had uh, several boyfriends that were more or less just using her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and she was kind of trapped in this, in this cycle of, of, of just downward spiral. And, you know, and I, I was trying to help her realize that, you know, she, she could get out of this cycle, that she didn't have to be stuck there. And she was Christian, and I was Christian, and so I was sharing with her some Christian beliefs and saying, you know, use God and Christ to help you get out of this. And the interesting thing was, as we were talking, I had this thought, I'm like, you know what, I should tell her about Job, you know, and I'm like, you should read the book of Job, and and she's like, I'm not I'm not that familiar. You know, she kind of a, a typical Christian that is a lot more familiar with the New Testament of the Bible, not Correct. necessarily the Old Testament. And I'm like, you should read the Book of Job. And I'm like, it, it's going to help you re- relate. And I'm like, why don't, why don't you just read that book and then you know we'll we'll talk about it. And so uh, you know I, I've got a friend who was with me at the time, and he's standing right there, and you know she she leaves and he looks at me. And he's like, have you ever read the Book of Job? Like, uh-uh, no, I, I sense have, but he's like, do you have any idea how long it is? Like, oh, I, I thought the story wrapped up in like a chapter. You're like, no, it goes on for, I think it's 30 some odd chapters. It goes on for a long time. 50 some. 50 some. <laughs> it's, it's a long book. And the majority of the book is just all the horrific things that happen to Job. Like it gets, it gets summed up, you know, yeah. and tied up in, in four verses, but there's 50 chapters of misery that goes on. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> we meet up with this lady again. And she, she was on like chapter eight or something. And she's all, this is horrible. Sorry. (laughs) I I was ignorant. I probably should not recommend things Uh, that I've not done. So since that time, I have tried to not recommend things that I have no business recommending. Anyway, there you go. And that's why (laughs) you'll never be a saint. (laughs) Oh, good times. Well, I think we better wrap this conversation up. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. All right. Well, thanks for jumping in. And as always, uh, if you want to hear the real content, uh, you know, join and join our episodes, uh, marketingmanagementmoney.com, where we actually talk about all things small business. But if you enjoy the side conversations, then, uh, yeah, join us for for more side conversations where we laugh and just talk about randomness. (laughs) Thanks, everyone.